Welcome to The Electric Sports Talk, a podcast dedicated entirely to sports and only sports. On today's episode, we talk collegiate basketball. Now here are your hosts, Ty and Chris. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Electric Sports Talk. You're tuned in, and we're talking college basketball today. Uh, do apologize for the long break that we've taken. Uh, we took a week off, and then I kind of lost the, I kind of lost the last week's show on accident. That was so some, that was some broadcast gold. Yeah, it was a it. pretty good show too. And you lost it. Mm-hmm. I did lose it. Uh, yeah, but like the intro said, we're Chris and Ty on Electric Sports Talk. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing very well. Good. Uh, any anything to say before we get into uh, our topics for today? Well, I sent you an article about BYU's finishing out the season, and uh, it was kind of a mixed article, I thought. I mean, they were excited to finish the season for those seniors, but at the same time, it was kind of like, yeah, we're not sure this is going to happen. Well, kind of kind of the vibe we got going right now, it feels like, for a lot of schools. <laughs> um, yeah. I would no agree kidding. with that. Uh, all right, guys. So to start off with, we will say that this show is going to be moving to Mondays. Monday. Mondays, yes. So, Monday. Uh, Write the, it down. The show will come out on Tuesday uh, morning, but we'll record and everything on Monday night. So, you know, we'll be moving this show up a little bit and trying to be a little more up-to-date, I guess, on rankings and all that kind of stuff. Ty says we'll be more timely if we do it that way. I think so. And uh, we used to have the NFL show on Mondays or Tuesdays, whichever one it was. So, uh, yeah, that'll... That's not happening as much, so no. Carson this will take the place. Carson kind of quit him. I don't know where Carson's at. That's a good question. Um, all right, so that's good with everyone, I hope, and uh, just keep that in mind, guys. Looking out for Tuesday mornings will be this show, and uh, yeah, so on today's show, we'll, we'll probably keep it a little shorter than we normally do. Uh, we'll go over more in-depth stuff next week, and we'll also be coming out rather soon with a uh, bracket kind of like a bracket prediction for March Madness. So stay tuned for all that. Uh, I'm yeah. going down fighting on that one because i embarrassed to put my brackets out there. <laughs> well, it'll, it'll be a combined one. So oh, okay. you, know, you won't have to say it was just you. <laughs> oh, okay. If it makes you feel better. Uh, so anything that goes wrong with it, I can blame on you? <laughs> yeah, essentially. Okay, cool. I mean, if you want to. So. No, that's that's good. I'm good with that. All right, so how today's show is going to work, guys, is we're going to, we're going to go back to Monday. Uh, the 22nd of February, and we're just going to talk uh, up until Thursday of the 25th of February about some games that caught our eye throughout the week uh, and why and what kind of impact they had in that particular conference. Obviously, the Big 12 is getting pretty insane, uh, so that'll be a big topic of discussion. And then we'll talk about some of the games that we are looking forward to for this weekend, Obviously, another big Saturday game's coming up. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, and anything else Chris has to add, I guess we'll uh, get to that. Yeah, if he doesn't edit it out, but yeah. <laughs> I don't edit out anything. So I'm looking at the Monday uh, basketball schedules, and really, so far, the only one that really leaps out at me was USC over Oregon. Mm, yes. Um, they pretty well handled them, i got to admit. Yeah, it was a pretty nice win for USC and... Uh, it seems to me like you, that USC is taking over the Pac-12 uh, at this point. I mean, they were consistently probably the second-best team in that conference for most of the first half of the year. And, and now when conference plays got going, they've really taken over. So uh, USC got to be one of the favorites in the Pac-12 moving forward, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I I, I'm kind of in the mode right now where I think USC's pretty much got that conference well in hand. Yeah, I feel like that's a safe bet as well. Um, obviously, we can look at the uh, Texas Tech and Oklahoma State game that went into overtime, and Oklahoma State, I would say, gets an upset there, um, but the Big 12 has been pretty uh, – they've been pretty cannibalistic on each other in that conference, so I wasn't surprised to see this, but, yeah, I mean, not good for Texas Tech, I don't think. No. No, it really, and that's been such a frustrating team this year. As you well know, I was kind of high on them. Yes. At the after the first year when they started conference play, but boy, howdy, they have sure struggled. Right, I agree. Uh, Drake also playing a good game. 
Uh, they're twenty three and two right now. Well, as of Monday, they were twenty three and two. Obviously, they keep improving this record. Uh, they look like one of these teams coming out of a small conference that could be potentially really dangerous, Chris. Yeah, I'm going to be curious to see where they end up getting seated in the uh, uh, NCAA tournament. But yeah, they they have the potential of being a uh, an upset team in, in my mind. Yeah, you might not want to be matched up against them in the first round. No, if you're like a seven seed or something. Well, and the way and they've played like twenty five games. I mean, that's huge given yeah. what's going on right now because a lot of teams are struggling to get you know fifteen, yeah. sixteen no, I mean, under their belt. So. Twenty five is a lot. I, I would yeah. also agree with you on that. Uh, Duke picked up a nice win on Monday as well. Uh, is there any chance that they are? inching their way back into the tournament, Chris? I'm not prepared to give Duke that kind of recognition yet. I think they've still got uh, – they've got to get a lot more consistent in my mind. Yeah, know. yeah. And just, we'll <laughs> just looking at their recent schedule. I mean, they've got a, a long series of wins now, but then they lost to North Dakota. Right. Or not – no, Notre Dame, excuse me. Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they lost to Notre Dame, but then they won the next four. So – I don't know. Yeah. But, but I mean, the next four of wins was coming off a three game losing streak. So I think they got to get a little more consistent to have me get fully on board with yeah, Duke. Yeah, I'd agree. It might be the first time in a while that we see Duke and out of the tournament. Uh, that'd be pretty strange. We were just watching some of North Carolina and Marquette tonight, and uh, North Carolina was losing that game. And I mean, we could possibly see a tournament where neither of them are. Are in there, so that's pretty crazy. I just don't see an eleven and eight record being good enough to get into the tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's a big question mark. All right, so let's let's move over to Tuesday, Chris, uh, the twenty third. I mean, there there were some bigger games, uh, multiple upset games. Well, three uh, big upsets it, on Tuesday, and uh, we'll we'll start with the Illinois upset, uh, Michigan State hosting Illinois, number five Illinois, and beats them uh, 81-72. Man, I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on at the Big Ten, uh, but that was a surprise win for me if I'm a Michigan State fan. Yeah, exactly. And and I, I kind of look at it like, okay, so what's happening in the Big Ten is what we've been accusing the Pac-12 of or yeah. you know, basically saying the Pac-12 has been doing all year. They're just feeding on each other and basically yeah. knocking each other out of contention. Right. I mean, Illinois is obviously still going to be a contender. Uh, I, I think Michigan State will be struggling to get into the tournament. We'll have to see about that. Well, they got a 12-9, and nine, and I just commented mm-hmm. on Duke having an 11-8 and not being good enough to get in, so I can't imagine one more yeah. win is going to do it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, how about this one, though, Chris? Uh, another big upset, Kansas State, who struggled for most of the season, hasn't been that good in the Big 12. Uh, they pick up a, a not a big win, but a, a good point win, you know, five-point win uh, against Oklahoma. Well, uh, That was pretty surprising for me. Here again, I, you know, Kansas State has struggled. They've had a really inconsistent season, but then they knock off a top-seven team yeah. or a top-ten team and number-seven Oklahoma. So... Well, I don't know. It's <laughs> this season has just been nothing if it hasn't been weird. Well, I mean, that's that's what we've been saying about it feels like every game. Yeah. Uh, honestly. Yeah, we have. Uh, another pretty big upset in my mind, Georgia Tech goes on the road, beats uh, Virginia Tech by 16 points. Uh, I don't know what is happening with Virginia Tech, but it seems like after their very strong start to the season, uh, they might have kind of fooled us because once they've gotten more into conference play, they haven't done as well uh, as they did before conference play. So uh, what's your stock in the Hokies like right now? I mean, they beat Miami. They've had one, two, three, three games postponed, and then they come back with loss to Georgia. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, they just can't seem to get the games, uh, you know, under their belt to continue to move on. Yeah. And and so I, well, I don't know. And and then just looking back on the record, you know, it's two wins, a loss, and then a win, and then three postponed games. So it, I, it's just been inconsistent is the best way I could say yeah. or describe how their season's gone. So you think the lack of game time sporadically has uh, interfered with their season a little bit? Yes, I really do. Yeah, I, I'd agree. And, and that's something that I have harped on all year about, 
you know, floor time. It's just it just comes down to floor time. Yeah, I mean that's a big part of it uh, in this game, and and we've talked a lot about that. Uh, so another ranked upset. This one not as big of an upset as far as the records go and everything. But Old Miss beats Missouri on the road. Um, I think I'm starting to sell my stock in Missouri at this point, Chris. I, I'm not as confident <laughs> as I was in them a couple weeks ago. Well, what I find funny <laughs> about that was is yeah, like two weeks ago. Two programs ago, uh, yeah, you were really big on Missouri, I and was. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready to get in on that bandwagon. No, yet. you weren't, uh, and I was probably, I was buying into it more than you were for sure. Uh, but the, I mean, they just come off a big win against Alabama, and I was feeling pretty good, and and Alabama was number ten at the time, and since that uh, win over Alabama, they've gone four and one. So yeah, it's... I mean, they've lost Old Miss twice, and uh arkansas so not not the best string of games that they're putting together after that nice win so yeah i mean my stock is being sold if anyone's buying so (laughs) Uh, i don't uh, i think it's too late to get on board with old miss or missouri i mean it's just yeah yeah yeah, I, I, i wouldn't be i wouldn't be getting on that bandwagon all right so another really good game that we had with texas and kansas obviously uh two ranked teams Texas just holds them off in overtime, and man, it was a it was a really good game. Uh, but what does this mean for the big the Big Twelve uh, in specific, Chris? I mean, does this open the door for uh, Texas to maybe catch Baylor or at least secure a two seed? Well, they can catch Baylor if they can keep winning. I mean, right, it's and that's obvious. I get it, you know. Yeah, but but the reality is, is it's going to take. A series of wins running up to this, you know, final week or so. Yeah. Before anybody can really. Uh, well, and, and Baylor's going to have to lose some games, which. Yeah, I don't, they, they had a close call the other happen. day, though. Yes, uh, that's they did, uh, and it was against one of the worst teams in the conference. So. Right, right. I mean, I don't know if Texas can catch them and win the conference. That's probably too much. I, I probably went too far with that one, but yeah, I mean. Well, this, this I mean, opens the door for Texas to kind of rebound after they struggle. When you a look bit. at their overall schedule compared to say Baylor, yeah, they're yeah they're four games back. I I don't know. Baylor hasn't lost to anybody, so yeah. Uh, but speaking of that close call, like you mentioned a little uh, just a second ago, Baylor hosting Iowa State. Iowa State like they've barely won any games this year. They haven't won a game in Big Twelve up to this point. And uh, they gave they gave Baylor a real scare. Uh, I think they were, you know, they were poised to win that game and just kind of let it slip through their fingers. Baylor played strong enough to get the win. Uh, how surprised are you with that performance from Baylor? I, I know that you've actually kind of been a doubter of Baylor. Well, I I mean, <laughs> yeah, I've been in a, a doubter, but then you look at their record, eighteen and zero. I mean, how do you be a doubter? You know they've run the table all through the all through the season basically. So well, so they're impressing you more and more then, huh? Y- yeah, exactly. Well, okay, I, I can respect that. I mean, I, I mean, you know, they had a a close win over Iowa State, which is the bottom dweller of that conference. So yeah, I don't know. Am I that impressed? Yeah, I'll get back to you on that. Well, so, sometimes games like this happen, though. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Gonzaga's, well, and, Gonzaga's playing Santa Clara tonight, and they're struggling in that game. So Yeah, and, and you and I have seen it over the years where a, a, a good team, a ranked team, they come in against what they consider to be a lesser appoint, opponent, which is what Iowa State was. Yeah. And, you know, they kind of take a night off. A little bit. You know. Then you have a close call like this. Yeah. Hey, yeah, now's not the time to coast, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Villanova, I think the last one we'll mention here. For Tuesday, uh, a blowout win over St. John's. I think Villanova's getting back on track for the most part. I mean, they had their little break and they've come back fairly strong. Uh, they, you know, picked up a well, loss to Creighton, but they're still playing pretty good. Yeah, but I think right now where they're ranked is about where they should have been most of the year. Now that's just my opinion for uh-huh. what it's worth. Yeah, but um, I I kind of felt like they were. A little too high, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when they were ranked up there. What were they, second? They were third for the longest third, time, yeah. yeah. And I just felt like that was too high of a ranking for Villanova. Uh, so 
this raises a question that I that I just thought of for you. Uh, is Villanova a Final Four contender in your opinion? Mm. Or do you think they max out around a Elite Eight appearance? I think they're going to max out in the Elite Eight. Mm. I mean, it really depends on who they go up against. Yeah, it does. But, That's true. But I, I, like I said, I think the number eight ranking is about where they should have been all through the year. I thought three was way too high. And the other thing about that number three ranking mm. – that really had me bugged is they weren't playing any games, right for for a long time. Yeah, too. I mean they were like <laughs> a month or, or longer. <laughs> it was where, a long time, yeah. Where they weren't playing any games and they were still holding that number three ranking. And I just thought, no, this this is not right. Yeah, I did think that was a little strange. Uh, we talked about that a little bit, but uh, I would probably agree they're they're a little well uh, well they're more appropriately ranked now I would think. Okay, so let's go over to Wednesday. Uh, some games to talk about here. An upset. Well, I mean, me. kind of an upset with Arkansas beating Alabama. Uh, it was a pretty large win, though. So, well, yeah, I mean they they just flat handled them. I mean, you know, it, yeah, it was really surprising. Now, I w- I'm not surprised. Uh, actually, personally, I think Alabama was due for a loss. They went on a good run of games, and then they had to travel on the road to a really tough place to play and against a tough team. So. I, I guess I wasn't – like, I wouldn't say I was expecting this game to go this way, uh, but I would have been surprised if Bama actually would have won this game. So Well, uh, yeah, and, and to your point, they'd had three – well, they'd had a postponed game and three wins going into Arkansas. Right. So they had – after that loss to Missouri, they had gotten back on track and played pretty well. Yeah. Because, I mean, they went in well, – University of Georgia, they just flat killed those poor guys. I mean, that – you know, 115 to 82, that, yeah. that's big. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Alabama, they can, like, on their best night, they can score a lot of points. So yeah. they got a lot of good players. Right. Uh, yeah, but, no, I mean, you're just not going to go a big run on a big run in the SEC because there's so much talent that eventually you're going to just lose a game. And I'm not as worried about a loss for Alabama as I am for, uh, for say, a team like Missouri. So, yeah. Uh, Florida State getting a win. I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Chris, but I feel like Florida State's this very quiet. They're the very quiet uh, team that is they, going under the radar, yeah, and not getting a lot of attention. But they're really good. Yeah, and and that's how I would characterize it too. They have really flown under the radar, literally all season, and and that conference has been able to get games on. You know, they've been able to play a pretty full schedule. Yeah. Now I'm looking back, and and they they lost to Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Then they had a bunch of games post. Well, two. They had two. I mean, that is a lot. That's a week. Yeah. Essentially. But but then they came back with you know with four straight wins. So well, and a nice win against Virginia too. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I didn't realize this as much, but Florida State is in the lead in this conference right now. Like they really? they are they're wow. winning the ACC right now. Granted, it's a slim lead, and they haven't played as many games as Virginia, but Florida State has really went under the radar, I feel like. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I haven't looked at them seriously all year, and, and now they've crept up to number 11 in the in the rankings, yeah. you know, which that's that's pretty good. I mean, they've been around the rankings most of the year. Yeah. I just wouldn't say that they've really struck me as a top 10 caliber team, right? but they might be. Yeah, well, they so, haven't moved into the top 10 yet, right. but they've been steadily moving up in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the flip side of this now, we, we look at Virginia. Uh, we were, I'd say we were buying their stock <laughs> yeah, a couple we weeks were. ago. We both were on that one. Yeah, definitely. And they've rattled off three straight losses uh, on the road to Florida State, on the road to Duke. Then they lose uh, to North Carolina State. You know, I, I don't know what's going on with Virginia because they play some great basketball, but then they just lose some games that make me scratch my head and, and wonder what they're doing. Uh, and this run of three straight losses as we near March Madness, that's, that's not a good thing. That is not good for I did, confidence. I was blown away. I mean, I mean the game against Duke was close. You know, that could have gone either way. Sure, that one was close, yes. But, but they, they got beat by Florida State, by quite a bit. Well, when and, we were just talking about uh-huh. Florida State being really good. Right. Um, but the NC State game, I that one... I, I just don't think you can lose that game yeah. if you're Virginia. I yeah, mean, it's at exactly. home. NC State's not 
probably going to be – they're not a tournament-caliber team, and you're one of the best teams in your conference. You, you can't lose those games no. going into and March. And the thing of it is is they've only got two games left on the on the regular schedule, right. Miami and uh, – Louisville and and we might see some games added, uh, yeah, depending well they, on cancellations and stuff. But they haven't had many. No, looking back through their schedule, they really haven't. They've had one, two, three, three postponements is all they've had the whole season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've actually played a pretty full schedule. Yeah. Uh, another game that happened on Wednesday uh, that I'd like to point out is Clemson uh, beating Wake Forest. Now, this game isn't much as far as, uh, you know, a big-time win for Clemson, just more the fact that well, Clemson is still a pretty good team, and I think people need to be aware that they can still make some noise in the tournament, I think. Well, the thing of it is, is uh, just judging back, looking at the schedule against uh, Virginia, Wake Forest has really struggled this year. I, yes. I'm not sure what's going on with that program. Because I haven't followed them close enough, but but not only did they lose to Clemson, they just got beat. Yeah, no, I mean they did. You know, I, I think and, I think Clemson is better than what their record is showing. So yeah, but yep. that that is I would agree with that. That is just me. Uh, anything else you'd like to point out, Chris? Uh, one game that did kind of surprise me: Butler beat Seton Hall. It was a uh, home game for Butler, but you know only a nine point win that w- that game to me was a little surprising because i thought i thought seton hall would probably get that game uh no problem i well here again just a weird weird year you know you mm-hmm. you, you you look at the schedule and you think okay you know in your mind you're kind of marking down check marks about who's going <laughs> to win what sure and then the results the next day come out and you kind of go what the heck happened on this one you know yeah because I, I think I would have probably picked Seton Hall in that one. Yeah. You know, so. Well, and the Big East is very competitive, so. Yeah. It's sometimes hard to judge that conference. Uh, all right, so we are up to date on Thursday now, Chris. Lots of games happening uh, as we're talking. Some have already went final, um, and then we'll get to some games that we're going to be watching uh, coming up this weekend, obviously. We'll do a more in-depth show on the rankings and everything uh, next Monday. So, yeah, Tuesday, I guess, is when you guys will hear it. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Chris, what's happened so far on Thursday night that that has surprised you, impressed you, uh, any of the above that you want to point out? Uh, well, so far UCLA is really putting the hurt on Utah. Now I realize that's not any top 25 teams, but I'm amazed at how handily they're handling them. Well, it's, I mean, UCLA is probably a tournament team for sure, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we were watching Michigan and... Uh, uh, Iowa? Iowa. Right. Earlier. And I was surprised at how poorly Iowa was playing. They I, were not playing. Their big I, man... I just was blown away by that. The big man couldn't get going, man. No. No. Really and, couldn't. And I have been... I won't say I've been way high on Iowa this year, but... I've kind of thought they might be the surprise team coming out of that conference. Yeah, I mean, I've put more stock in Iowa than you have for sure. Uh, I continue to be surprised with Michigan, man. I mean, I thought they'd really struggle after that layoff they had from their COVID break, but they've done surprisingly really well. Um, And, you know, good for them. Yeah, it is. And, you know, they I, I was highly critical of Michigan. Yes. They shut down their entire winter sports program. I thought that was way, way over the top mm-hmm. for them to do that. Um, but Michigan has come back, and they've been on a tear ever since. Yeah, I mean, what more can you say? They really have. Uh, okay, so Illinois get, gets a rebound win of sorts over Nebraska. Uh, you expect that, though. Nebraska's not not the best team in the Big Big Ten. And Gonzaga, uh, they do build a lead and uh, beat Santa Clara by a pretty good margin. Uh, but they were struggling in that game, Chris. Uh, are you at all worried about Gonzaga as well, they move through this season? I mean, we've talked about this a little bit. They're playing lesser competition in the WCC. When they get to March Madness, uh, could they be in trouble against some higher-level teams? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like we talked about earlier, you know, 
sometimes good teams, and Gonzaga is one of those. Yes. They just decide, you know, I think I'm going to take tonight off. Yeah. And then well. the game gets down towards the end, and they're like a point or two ahead or even behind, and it's like, oh, crap, we got to step this up. Yeah. Fortunately, in this yeah. game, for Gonzaga, they had enough left in the tank to be able to step it up and pull out a win. But I mean, And it was a pretty good win. I mean, 14 yeah, points. Yeah, it was. So. It, it, was. it looks better on paper. Like if I didn't, like if well, I if didn't you look, know, if you look at the uh-huh. at the score, I mean, Santa Clara played them within to within two points in the first half. Yeah, but then they opened it up substantially in Santa Clara in the second half. And right. I didn't watch the game, but my gut feeling tells me they probably opened it up a lot in like the last five minutes. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was I saw some highlights, and it looks like they were struggling to start the second half, and then they. They pretty much took control in the last 10, yeah. 12 minutes, which, yeah. of course, I mean, that's that's what a team like that needs to do. So, um, obviously, Michigan State and Ohio State playing uh, as we speak. Uh, any any thoughts on that game, Chris? Uh, I know Michigan State's coming off a pretty good win over Illinois, uh, uh, but Ohio State needs that, needs that game, I think. Yeah, they do. They really do. Um, here again, you know, Ohio State was one of those teams that I was kind of high on. Um, uh, you know, much to my chagrin because I'm I'm not a big Ohio fan, but at the yeah. same, <laughs> but at the same time, I I thought that they would, oh, I don't know, do better than they are. Well, I mean, you they know. still they still are doing pretty good, all yeah, things considered. Are. Uh, yeah, but I feel like they probably have more talent than they're showing. Uh, it's it's really hard to say with this Big Ten conference, though, right? Like you never know where things are gonna go. Well, <laughs> you know. The Big Ten Conference is far and away the most competitive basketball conference in the nation, in my mind. It is. Um, I'd agree. I, mean, I think it's taken You could make mantle. the argument yeah. that the ACC and the SEC are, are as competitive, but I, I just Not don't, this year. Yeah, I yeah. just don't buy into it. I think the ACC has been in the past. It's yeah. been way competitive. Yeah. But with the decline of Duke and North Carolina a little bit this year, and Syracuse, it's really hurt that conference. Yeah, so, I would yeah. Agree I mean, the Big that. Ten's competitive, man. Yeah, they are very so, competitive. Winning games in that conference is going to be really tough, and <laughs> a win is a win in that conference, right there. Boy, that's no kidding. Uh, all right, what about San Diego State and Boise State playing right now as well? Uh, this this game is, it's not for control of the Mountain West Conference, <sighs> but it'll dictate, I feel like, uh, a lot moving forward for the winner of this game. Uh, I, I got to tell you the truth: if Boise State, in my mind, has any chance of of really uh, standing out in that conference, they have got to beat San Diego State. They need and to. And San Diego State, you and I have talked about this all through the season. They are a much better team than people are giving them credit for being. I agree. Uh, this this is true. The Mountain West Conference, though, man, it's it's all of a sudden become a very competitive. Uh, I think we were we were kind of discounting San Diego State a little bit. And we were saying that this race was between Colorado State, Utah State, and Boise State. Uh, more Utah State and Boise State, but Utah State's fell off a little bit. Colorado State has, you know, been keeping pace, and then San Diego State has gotten better. So, yeah, this is a very well, competitive and that's, conference. That's what you want going into the end of the conference or into the end of the season. Is you want uh-huh. to get better as you get to the end of the season. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think that we probably undersold them. Mm-hmm. You know, early on in the season, I believe we were high on San Diego State. Yeah. And then we kind of tapered that back as the season went on, and mm-hmm. we ba- we didn't give them the credit that they deserved. Right. You know, midway through the conference play, and now they're starting to shine really well. So. Yeah, I was I was much higher on Utah State in this conference, honestly. But yeah. they have they've well they lost two games to Boise State, which essentially you know. Uh, there's no way they can win this conference with those two losses. So, no. Uh, is San Diego State maybe the favorite moving forward in the Mountain West? I mean, well, if, you know, the, they got a really good chance of doing. Yeah. Doing well, I, it. I think they do. I mean, going forward, if I can get my schedule to pull up here, you know, uh, they've only got Boise State left to play. And that, you know, it, it appears it's going to be another home game for San Diego State because right, they do the so the two and two. And you know, but yeah. they're coming off uh, one, two, three, four wins in a row, mm-hmm. and then they had two cancellations with University of Mexico. Beat Wyoming twice, beat Air Force twice. Their last loss literally was to Utah State, right at Utah State. Mm-hmm. So, I 
Well, I give them a very good possibility of being of coming out of that conference. Well, and it's it's so disappointing too because the the Mountain West has four teams that could probably be in the tournament. They're not going to be in. Yeah, there. and I think we'll get two maybe. Uh, yeah. But I really think there's four tournament caliber teams in that conference. But yeah, they they haven't they haven't showed uh, that they deserve that many spots with with some losses and everything. So, all right, Chris, uh, you good to take a break? We'll come back and talk about this week's up and coming games. Yeah, let's do that. All right, cool. Uh, we'll take a break, guys. We'll come back talk games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and uh, yeah, we'll be back on Tuesday. So a little shorter show this week. Uh, but we'll make up for it uh, next weekend, <laughs> or next week. Okay, sounds good. Break. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, I'm ready now. <laughs> All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Good to have you guys along. We're talking uh, college basketball today on Electric Sports Talk. Uh, recap some games throughout the week, and now we're going to look forward to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, February 26th, 27th, 28th. Uh, so pretty thin schedule for Friday, Chris, as far as your rank. Canacious. Canacious. Canacious versus Niagara at 10 a.m. I just like canacious. Is that how you say that? Do you even know if you're saying that right? Yeah, I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> pretty confident over there. Yeah. All right, so that's that's your game to watch on Friday no, morning. But oh, I'm just oh. saying, I like Canacious. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, but a thinnish kind of schedule for Friday. Uh, only one ranked game happening. Uh, so, is there anything that you'd like to point out besides Canacious, uh, Chris? I mean, we <laughs> you see know, Drake and Bradley. That could be good at five o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Five Purdue pound. and Penn State at five. And that'll be a snoozer. Yeah. Well. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, not a ton of games are sticking out to me on Boy, Friday. Boy, they are really, I mean, I realize these are all Division One schools, I believe, mm-hmm. but uh, this is a pretty thin schedule. It is a thin schedule, yes. Uh, lots of lower now, conference games. I think games. the Montana State and Idaho, Idaho game could be fun to watch. Uh, at, you're going real low there, At 5 man. o'clock. Well, I'm just saying. That's a big sky game. Yes, I know. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think also Nevada and Utah State, uh, we are just talking about the Mountain West a little bit. That could be an entertaining game to watch. Yes, that could be. And that be one's it. on FS1, so that, that could be a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the only ranked game going on on Friday night is going to be Loyola Chicago and Southern Illinois. Uh, Loyola Chicago right now, number 21 in the nation. They're looking really good in that Mountain, uh, that Missouri Valley Conference with Drake. So interesting to see how that will play out. My that goodness. one is going to be at 9 Eastern on CBS Sports Two Network. Two canceled, so. one postponed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's you a, postpone games. It's a thin schedule on Friday, that's well, for sure. there's a lot, excuse me, there's a lot of games, just not big names, I guess. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. All right, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, not much on Friday, guys. Uh, so, let's let's jump over to set. Oh, man. I think You'd you be okay over the, there? You gave me the hiccups. I gave you the hiccups? I think you gave me the hiccups. You know, it was uh, that pizza. That's what it was. We're going <laughs> to blame was. it on that. Probably was. All right, so looking at Saturday, more uh, big games on Saturday, guys. Uh, and, you know, let's just focus on the ranked games to begin with, Chris, because we got a ton to look at here. Uh, where do you want to start with the ranked games? Well, let's start at the top. 10 o'clock, Michigan and Indiana. Right, 10, 10 Mountain. 10 Mountain. Yeah, 10, 10 Mountain time. And then we have Texas and Texas Tech. Which one are you more excited about? Mm, of the two? Yeah. Probably Texas and Texas Tech. Yeah, I think that'll be a good one. That one's on CBS, uh, also 12 Eastern. So that that game could be – that could be a real decider, I feel like, in some ways for Texas Tech, uh, if they're going to float or swim – or sink or swim, float or swim. That's the same thing. Sink or swim. So Yeah. That, that's a must-watch in my opinion. Big game there. Uh, your Badgers taking on Illinois on ESPN. Two ranked teams at a two Eastern for that one. Uh, any predictions for for the listeners for that game? Uh, I think Illinois will come out on top on that one. Oh wow! You're not even going to take your team here, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wow, so dismissive. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, 
I guess I shouldn't be that dismissive of Wisconsin, but actually, you know, maybe I, as I think about this, maybe I'm going to go the other route on this you're one. Thinking, I, you're thinking too much about it. Yeah, probably. All right. Uh, okay, a big one, the Oklahoma uh, rivalry game. What do they call that? Anyways, um, not Bedlam. Is it Bedlam? I don't know. Anyways, uh, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, that one at 3 Eastern on ABC. Uh, Chris, Oklahoma State coming off a few good wins. Oklahoma needs to rebound. Who do you like more, though? Uh, I like Oklahoma. You like Oklahoma to rebound? Yes. All right. I mean, I think that's a pretty safe bet. Uh, it will, it'll be a close game, though, right? I mean, I don't I'd see, imagine. Yeah, I don't see their team running away with it, if yeah. that's what you're getting at. Yeah, all right. Uh, so a pretty competitive game with Arkansas and LSU. Uh, do you think Arkansas can continue their winning ways there? I mean, they just got a no. nice win over Alabama. Yeah, I don't. I don't see them. Man. I, I know. Man. You're swinging uh, today. No, I, I mean, you know, let's be realistic. I mean, <laughs> you know, I I don't see them. I mean, it'd be great if they got two wins in a row, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Okay, uh our dark horses here, Florida State taking on North Carolina, ESPN for Eastern. Uh, this game this game could be really important for Florida State. I mean, they win this game uh, with the losses Virginia suffered, man. They take outright control of this conference. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm going to go with Florida on this one. I Yeah, it, it feels pretty safe, right? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You're kind of indecisive about some of these picks. Chris. No, I mean I'm just looking at South Carolina. We need they, some commitment. They really, South Carolina has best. Oh wait a minute, I'm looking at the wrong team. North uh, Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. I, I I'm still gonna go with. Now I'm back on the same page with him, folks. <laughs> All right. So Florida State, North Carolina. Uh, you're feeling pretty good with Florida State then. Yes, I am feeling pretty good with Florida State. Yes, 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 yes. That okay. one. <laughs> good. All right. Uh, another one right after, well, not after, happening happening during this game, yeah. Also uh, for Eastern, this one on ACC Network, uh, Virginia Tech-Wake Forest, Chris. I mean, I know you have said Wake Forest, you thought they were going to be better than they have been. Virginia Tech didn't look good in their last game. No, Virginia Tech uh, has got to yeah. come back with a victory in this one. Essentially, right? Yep, they've got to. It feels like Virginia Tech is kind of wobbling to me. They need to get back on track here. I agree with that. And this can be a really good game to do that in. Yep. Most likely. Uh hope so. Hope so. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, Wake Forest has been uh -huh. a, they haven't been that good a team this year and they've really kind of I won't say they've laid down, but they've got their butts beat pretty bad by several different teams. A couple times, this is true, yeah. Uh so. Creighton Xavier, I mean, this game could be very interesting at 5 Eastern on Fox. Uh, that one to me is one of my must-watch if, so, if you ask me. are we going to call him Crichton or Creighton? Yeah, you know, we have this talk every week. Yes. <laughs> uh, I call him Creighton. Creighton. What do you call him? Crichton. Crichton? Yeah. So, we have Creighton, Creighton, Crichton, or Critton. I don't know. See, I've heard it said like four different ways. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, let us know what you guys say. I mean, love to know. You know uh, Against just, Xavier. Just sound uh, I it look, out I look on at, the email. Yeah, I look at them to... Uh, to be to have a win over Xavier. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but like I said, that's one of my must-watch <laughs> games, man. Uh, I like what Creighton's doing right now. So, uh, Alabama, Mississippi State, another case of Alabama need to bounce back. Uh, but I feel confident that they do that. Well, well, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? No, I think Mississippi State might pull off a win here. Ooh, you're going with an upset there then. Yeah. That would be a pretty big upset too. Yes, it would. Hmm. Yes, it would. Ooh, okay. Well I, well, I don't think I can follow you on that one. Well, see how you are. I, I do. Yeah, no, I, I know. I know what I'm thinking here. Uh, Baylor, Kansas. This one, big showdown in the Big Twelve. Uh, I mean, does Kansas have a shot though? I, I just don't mm. feel like they're playing very well. Baylor has not lost to anybody the entire year. Yes. So are they for real? Uh, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I don't know. But here's the thing, too. You look at Baylor's total games played, which is 18, and Kansas played uh, 17 wins and eight losses. So technically, Kansas has had more floor time. 
Yes. So more chances to lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But they've gotten a little more consistent lately. It seems to me like uh, they were on again and off again earlier in the season. You know, particularly when they went into conference play. Sure, sure. And uh, I think lately they've gotten a little more consistent. So I, I think on this one, I might just go. And then I say all that, and they had a loss to Texas. <laughs> Well, it was a pretty decent game. It was but close, they were right? coming off one, two, three, four, five, five wins. So that's the thing. I just, I don't know. I just don't think Kansas is playing good enough to beat Baylor. It is a home game for Kansas, so I think that'll help. In a nor- in a normal year, I would totally pick the Jayhawks because they would have uh, Allen Fieldhouse and that whole crowd behind them. But uh, I don't feel as confident about that. Be- All right. Yeah, I agree um, with that. Eight Eastern on ESPN. Much as it two. pains uh-huh. me to say that, I oh agree well, with that. yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, eight Eastern on ESPN two, USC Utah. Uh, this one feels like it's USC's type of game. Uh, it'll it'll be a road game for them, and uh, just skip over know. this game. They're going to be Utah so badly. Oh. There's probably it'll be nap time. Okay, okay, that's fine. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think you're probably wrong because we're watching US UCLA beat up on Utah, so you know. Uh, last big ranked game. I mean, this one probably the worst of all though. Um, <laughs> Gonzaga number one Gonzaga playing Loyola Marymount. Uh, that one ten Eastern on ESPN. Is All this right, Chris. is this the last game of the year for Gonzaga? Is this the last game? Um, no, I mean it shouldn't be right. They should have. Some well, okay, the la- last game in conference. Let me see. Uh, well, okay, it is their last game in conference on the schedule. Right. But I think they might need some makeup games. Uh, well, no, it looks like they only had one to make up against Santa Clara, and they made that up tonight. So yeah, I guess it will be their last conference game. Okay, hmm. so. Okay, so let's get into this for a minute. Gonzaga's last uh, conference game of the year. And I, I I haven't been saying this all year, but I've been saying it for the better part of a month. Yeah. Does Gonzaga set out the conference tournament? Uh, I don't know. We've talked on and off about this, and there's a lot of speculation that Gonzaga and BYU will both sit out the West Coast Conference tournament. Well, not not so much on BYU. Well, I've seen more and more from oh, have people. You? Okay. Yeah, because the last I saw, they said we'll play anybody anywhere right. anytime. I think that they have said they're going to play, but there's media speculation. Ah. So I, I don't know how much. Of well, we all know confirmed. how much the media yeah. gets well, right. Okay, this is true. Uh, but yeah, anyways, if it were me, and I thought a lot about it, if I was Gonzaga, I would probably play, but. That's just my competitive nature, probably. And the smart idea would probably be not to play. But if it were up to me, yeah, I'd be going. Well, here's the thing to consider. Um, As we look at COVID numbers across the nation, they all are on a downward trend. Some states are... Which, thank God. Yeah, but some states are really on a downward trend. Uh Uh-huh. I think that Gonzaga could play this tournament and not so. really run any any super risks. See, I think they can. I, I just don't know if they will, though. Because, you know, this is what it really comes down to. What's their incentive? They don't well, need They don't need to win the conference to make the tournament, and the conference as a whole is not very good. There are two competitive teams in the Mountain West or in the West Coast I, Conference. I think if nothing else, it just they need the floor time just to stay sharp. Maybe, yeah. You know, I mean, you could argue that for and, sure. And they're going to play the upper ech- Well, theoretically, they're going to play the upper echelon of that conference. Well, after the first game, well, who are they going to play? BYU, uh, maybe, maybe Santa Clara again. Yeah, I, maybe St. Mary's. Okay. I mean, if we look back, they beat Santa Clara tonight by 14. They beat St. Mary's last time out by 22. They beat San Francisco by 39, BYU by 11. They've beat every single team in their conference by double digits. Their True. closest game has been an 11-point game. So I know what you're saying, and like I said, if it was me, I'd be going to the tournament and playing in it. 
uh, for the game time, for the competitive nature of it, and I and I want to be conference champions. Uh, but yeah, I just don't know if they feel that they need to because <laughs> why take some risks that you might not need to at this point? So we'll see. Well, yeah, you have a point. Much as it pains me to say that. Well, it's still undetermined. So uh, we'll have to see what they end up deciding to do. So I mean, and uh, actually, taking a second look at Gonzaga's schedule, they they probably have to play another game against Santa Clara because uh, both of their initial games against them got postponed. So yeah, they might have a road game against Santa Clara still. I, so. Yeah, I was just going back through the schedule too. I think you're probably going to be right on that one. We'll see. I mean, but for the most part, they're done. There has been nothing confirmed with any teams saying straight up, like, we're not going to the conference tournament that I've heard. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't surprise me if we start to see it happen in the next well, couple weeks. I think, yeah, I think as it gets closer, then you're going to see more teams make that decision and pull yeah. that plug. Yeah, so. man, we'll just have to see how it goes. All right, Chris, uh, are you good to move on to Sunday, or is there anything you want to talk about? Uh, with Saturday and non-ranked games? No, let's go ahead and move ahead. All right, all right. Uh, so Sunday, I mean, maybe a little more thin again on the, the other side of Sunday, like you know, like Friday was a little thin. Uh, but yeah, we got we got a couple of ranked games here. Well, actually, there's a couple. There's actually kind of well, there's three games basically on Sunday. And two of them, to me, are kind of intriguing. Um, you know, a lot, lot depends kind of what's hanging on with uh, Iowa and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You know, I I can see that as being a pivotal game for that conference. Yeah, it really is, man. And I mean, that could be a difference between a, you know, a 2-3 seed or a 5-6 maybe. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. There's a lot to play for in that game. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I mean, as it, as it stands right now, uh, Ohio State in play right now against Michigan State, and they are they're currently just just barely winning. Uh, but as it stands right now, Ohio State sits third in the conference. Iowa sits fourth. Right. So, one loss puts some people down around a six five seed. A win could bring you up to a two seed, or you could stay at your three seed. So, so much on the line in this game. Yeah, that one's intriguing to me. Um, the other game that's intriguing to me is Houston at South Florida or South Florida. Um, Houston's kind of been on a little bit of a roller coaster, just a tiny one, small one. Yeah, but I think they need a good win right now, mm-hmm. and and I believe they could get that win. You know this this on well, this game on Sunday. Essentially, they just need to close out the season on a really strong note. So right. yeah. Right exactly. now, they have two games scheduled to finish out the year, uh, but it looks like they have mm, two games that probably need to be made up with Memphis right. at home and then East Carolina at home. So maybe UCF as well at home. So, yeah, there's a couple games that looks like that needs to be made up. Uh, but, yeah, they just need to finish out the season on a high note. Go into the tournament really strong because, honestly, Houston is a really good team. Yes, they are. So. And I, I've been very high on them the entire season. Yeah. Um, I don't felt kind of bad when they dropped down a little bit in the rankings. Well, but, I don't feel like they're getting respect in the rankings that they should. Well, yeah, you're probably Number 12 right, right now. They're 19-3. and three. They've All three of those losses have been in conference play, and, and they've beaten uh, some of the best teams in their conference consistently. So... I just I don't know a nineteen and three in the Big Ten man you'd be like top oh, five team yeah you'd be sailing high and on your way to the NCAA tournament yeah I agree yeah, uh, totally anything about Villanova Butler the other ranked game happening on Sunday well I look to see Villanova play a pretty stout game against Butler and probably probably come out of there with a win and well th- Butler did get a win over Seton Hall this week so that's true that's true Butler could be feeling it coming into this game yeah they pretty they'd have to be feeling it pretty <laughs> a lot <laughs> oh, oh okay so so you're pretty in villain you're on, on the Villanova train here huh yeah well and and no I've never been on the Villanova train but well, for this game for this game okay yes. fair enough <laughs> but so Bill uh Villanova's got Butler uh Creighton Creighton whatever and uh Providence. <laughs> yeah, but they're going to, I mean, 
I don't know if they're going to have time, but there's going to need to be games made up for them. Yeah, they're going to have a grundle of games made up looking back. I got uh, I mean, they've one, only two, played 18 three, games four, on the season. 5, 6. They've got six postponed games. Mm-hmm. Do they have to make up all six of them or three? Well, I think they'll try and make up as many as they can. But the time, the time's just running out, man. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Absolutely. Like they're just not going to be able to get enough games so when in. He, when does the NCAA tournament begin? NCAA tournament. Yeah. So the tournament itself will start on the 18th. Uh, so selection Sunday will be the Sunday before the 18th, which will be like what the 14th or 13th, uh, something uh, like yeah, the 14th. Something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's coming quick, but. You'll have a week, the week before Selection Sunday, you'll have conference tournaments going. So essentially what they have on their schedule now, as far as Villanova, uh, it might just be what they have to settle with because I don't think they can fit another game in their schedule right now. I mean, you got Butler on the 28th, Creighton on the 3rd, Providence on the 6th. Where are you going to fit another game in there? I, I don't know. You, uh, you unless, play, unless they uh, play like every other day thing. Well, it's not going to happen. No, probably not. It's not going to happen. I mean, maybe you play a game right before Creighton. You put one in between Butler and Creighton, but I don't think that's going to happen. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, it's unfortunate for Villanova, man. They they, ha- they have a really good team, uh, and I think we know that. But this huge postponement, I mean, six games postponed, that chunk of games, it was a lot of, lot of game time they missed out on. So Yes, it is. All right, Chris. Uh, we will be back on monday night and uh, so you guys will be listening to us hopefully saturday uh excuse me tuesday morning now anything to add before we get out of here chris no no and i don't really want to spend a lot of time on the rankings right now because new rankings are going to come out on monday yep that sounds and good to we'll me go, and we'll go over them on mm-hmm. monday night when we record this so uh, i think on next next week's show we'll also uh we'll look at all the conference leaders like we have a couple times, just kind of update that uh, because we're getting really close to the end of the conference uh, schedule. So we'll look at all that and put our brains together, see what we come up with. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sounds pretty good. All right. Uh, okay. So we're good. You good? Yep. I'm good. Good. All right. Uh, we'll be going on vacation this weekend too. So that's good. Yeah. 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 Very excited. Very excited. All right, guys. Uh, that's all we got. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Electric Sports Talk. Have a good rest of your day. Peace out. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Electric Sports Talk. Join us in future episodes as we discuss all things U.S. soccer, collegiate sports, mixed martial arts, motorsports, the NFL, MLB, and the Olympics. If you enjoy our content, follow us on Instagram and Twitter or shoot us an email to electricsportstalk at gmail.com. Be sure to rate and subscribe. Thanks for listening.